0: This is going to be good. Oh,
1: Sorry. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Fine. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Welcome back to We're Mom back. Fears My Podcast.
1: Our are back. We're
0: back. <laughs> Our uh, triumphant return. Uh, episode 11. I think it was good to just have a nice round number of 10 episodes for the first year. Yeah. The first season don't want to start confusing people with 12 yeah um
1: <laughs> can't give one every month
0: no no that's that's ridiculous and also my dream of of getting them out closer to the first of the month is also <laughs> already starting to drag by yeah. um but i did i did have two people um inquire really enthusiastically when there was going to be another podcast. So we have at least two listeners. Wow, two
1: people still two people
0: hey. for this episode. All right. Um hi you guys. <laughs> but it's good to it's good to be here again. I mean I saw you a bit over over the November and December, I think, um, on Christmas. I think it was the, yeah. only, the only time that I actually saw you in yeah. two months. But um, but it's good to be back. Oh, it's good to be here. <laughs> it's good to be back with you. Yeah, it's uh, everything without, without, without going into a big grand thing about theater again. That's sort of what happened all through November and December. That <laughs> no, why don't you hit the high spots of what you okay. told me. Yeah, yeah there we <laughs> go. Hit the high spots. All right. right. <laughs> well, so I started full-time at Delaware Theatre Company in the beginning of November <laughs> As the production manager. I love it. It's just, uh, it was just a lot all at once. So all through November, um, we, were, we were dealing with, with Diner and leading up to Diner. And then finally, in the beginning of December, getting set up and, and made it all the way through to the first or the final preview. And then I couldn't even go to opening because opening day of Diner was my first day up at New World Stages in New York doing Tapping Through Life. So, skipped right past opening and went to New York for two weeks. Right to Off-Broadway. Right to Off-Broadway. Right to Off-Broadway. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I know. It was such a... That's good. So, a uh, lot to complain about. Um, but it was there right up until uh, Christmas Eve, the night the night before Christmas Eve. So, came home for two days to spend Christmas with the family. And then, <laughs> December 26th, went right back to uh, to Diner. Now, wait
1: a minute, you forgot about coming home, or you forgot about the family?
0: Yes, oh, right, right, so, uh, well, Christmas was great, I mean, it was wonderful, it was it was kind of hard, because I, I'm, like, I'm a big Christmas person, so, not being there, really, until, like, not being home, and, and able to do the, I don't know, I went from spending a lot of time with Jude at home, to spending no time with anyone at home, so, that was, that was... Rough. It didn't. It almost didn't feel like Christmas, but um, luckily we got the tree the day before I left for New York, so that it would be up. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. At least you had the tree up. It did. Yeah. Was it decorated? It was. It... No, 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 no. Katie always does a good job doing the lights. I don't have the patience to do the lights. I'll hang one or two ornaments, and there's definitely no tinsel happening in this oh, house. Oh wow! You. Guys... Oh. <laughs> what is the matter with you? <laughs> that's like one of my. Uh, one of my fondest memories of Christmas is the tinsel and how it was meticulously placed on the tree one strand at a time. Unless you were one of the three of us and then it was just handfuls thrown at the tree. But Actually, usually those clumps got taken yeah, off. Yeah, we went to bed and we took, the, <laughs> we took the clumps off and put it back on right. <laughs> I didn't have the patience for uh, for hanging one strand at a time. I think I would do it... I think I did it for a little while. I feel like... Maybe a good three minutes I would do one strand at a time. <laughs> Ooh. Until it all just came off in a clump. But yeah, so it was, it, was, uh, it was nice to come home and have that break. And then once I was home, I mean, I had to come back and do diner after Christmas. I did not have to get called back to, to New York. Oh, so. well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so so
1: no, no problems up there?
0: No. No, not really. No, it was a, lot of, it was, it was a, a whole different world. And, you know, it was a lot of fun, but there was, I mean, everything, everything went pretty smoothly for me. I had, I had people working under me that was doing... You had people? <laughs> I had people. You had people? I had four people for the first wow. three days that I was up there. I didn't do anything. In fact, the two times that I did touch the soundboard, I wound up messing something up.
1: <laughs> so I just stopped. Okay, you may want to cut that out. Yeah. You may want to cut that yeah. out of the podcast, eh?
0: But it was good, and then came back, and, and Diner extended through to January 3rd, and then as soon as it came down, my body just shut down. I got so sick. For four days I had a fever, and was coughing, and ill, and we were supposed to be loading out the show that whole that whole week right after it closed. So on on Wednesday, right in the middle of that week, was the day that We were going to. I had to drive the van to the storage shed and get all the old storage crates and bring them back, and then you know do multiple trips to that and take stuff to the shop to store, and and that was the day that it rained and was freezing cold all day. So just as I was starting to get better, I spent an entire day outside in the rain in the cold and got sick all over again. Oh, good, good. So I spent the first half of January basically being sick, and I'm just now getting over it. But things are going well. It was a it was a fun. Two months, I'm, I'm sad that we missed two podcasts, and almost missed January, because I was ill. You know, every pretty much everybody got sick. I was even thinking about that. do you remember the time that all three of us got the flu or something, got sick in the middle of... Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember when it was. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. It's probably the only time I ever remember you being sick. Ever. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't get sick much. I don't get
1: sick. I don't have time to get sick. No, I'll work through. Uh, I'll work through uh, my nose. I'm always working through my nose. I always have nose problems, but uh, working through my nose. <laughs> at any rate, at any rate, you? Uh, but I don't get sick. I don't get sick. I haven't
0: had a cold. I don't know when. I don't know when. That's amazing. Like, we're dealing, you know, we're dealing with Jude right now and his allergies, and it feels like every couple of months we're taking him to the pulmonologist or the family doctor or the allergist or somebody to take care of him, and I remember you being exposed to, or at least you had the allergy test done, when you were young, how... Like we didn't we didn't do it with Jude until we realized that he was having an allergic reaction to peanuts and then we decided to get him tested and all that. Like how did you originally get tested? It, that wasn't something that was like standard, right? Did you have a reaction to something that I must have. I don't remember what the original what the original
1: problem was. Um I had all the I had all the cuts on my arm. They did them on the arms at the time. I don't know what they do with
0: them now. We, they get like little pin pokes in the back. In the back. Yeah, okay. each each little pin has a different histamine on it, something that they test for, and they do a little. And the most Jude ever got was eight, so I don't know how many little incisions you got down your forearms. Well, in 1956, they took a uh,
1: they took a scalpel, they took a tin blade, and made 156 cuts <laughs> oh, on my arms.
0: Oh my God.
1: You know, I would have been uh, 56, 54 maybe. Yeah, I was only like six years old, so. And uh, they kept track of everything they put on it. They had little files of everything. You know, one was peanut butter, one was green beans, one was broccoli, one was dog hair. And then they had my, my mother brought in a sweeper bag out of her vacuum cleaner. And they made a serum out of the after they after they tested positive for house dust. It was called house dust. is what my what they, that particular allergy was to house dust. right So it was everything from dog hair to potato chips to you know whatever was in the, whatever was in the sweeper bag I was allergic to. And they made a serum from that contents of that sweeper bag. <laughs> And I got injected with it once a week, till I was 18.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah, 18. And while while I was in college, I just, uh, and I used to drive, I used to drive, drive from Reading back here on the weekends. I'd go to the doctor. He'd give me three shots for a dollar. Three <laughs> shots for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> now this is 66. 1966 by now and uh, finally I just I just said oh the hell with this you know you know <laughs> <laughs> told me when I was a when I was a little kid that I would either outgrow it which you have that to look forward to Jade
0: right.
1: he's probably gonna outgrow all these allergies right yeah. I hope so so you they told me I was either going to outgrow it or it was gonna turn into asthma so at 18 18 years old I decided the hell with this. I don't need this anymore. You know, I don't need to come down here. It was only a dollar. <laughs> but, but uh I just didn't, you know, I, I and that's what I did. I just quit I just quit taking the medicine. I just quit taking the shots. <laughs> <laughs> there was a You don't have time to get sick and you don't have time for medicine. I don't have, I don't have time, I don't have time to get sick. I don't have time to get well. So <laughs> I don't need I need any of this. I have other things to do. Uh, one of them was probably dog hair was a big one. Yeah, we always had a
0: dog. That's one that you're allergic to.
1: So one of the one of the injections was probably dog hair serum, uh, and then I guess a, a some kind of margarita mix of <laughs> everything else that I was allergic to. I probably still have that paperwork. I mean, I was allergic to uh, peanut butter, green peas, leather, wool. <laughs> Of course, the dust, the dog, um, horse dander. Um, oh, just everything. Just everything. I mean, milk. I couldn't drink milk. Oh, come on! I couldn't drink milk. There's a there's a six year old kid that can't drink milk. Did any did any of that stop you from doing or eating any of that? Well, yeah, because I was a kid. Right. <laughs> you know, I had I had to do I had to do, we had to find somebody that could would bring cashew butter, goat's milk.
0: That could not have been a common thing in the 50s. I mean, maybe cashew goat's milk, butter? but like cashew butter? Goats,
1: goat's milk probably was all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the dairy that that put it up in cardboard quart containers. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, cashew butter, now that was something else again. The cashew butter was hard to find. That was, the special it <laughs> that sounds was really a special good, order. That was a special order. But today, I you know, I can empty a Jar of peanut butter with a tablespoon in about half an hour. So, <laughs> dude, we'll probably outgrow all these allergies, or at least most of them.
0: Right? Can you tell the story of of a uh, uh, going to enlist in Vietnam, since it's sort of allergy related? Yeah. Well, I wasn't. A,
1: I wasn't going to
0: enlist. Believe me, I wasn't. Uh, not that I, uh,
1: not that I would have run to Canada or anything. No, I got drafted. Oh, okay. Drafted. Uh, for some
0: reason, I thought you guys went to enlist. And called in called me. The for, they called me. Well, they called so me
1: for. They called me for my physical, and you got, on a, you got to Coatesville, and you got on a bus. There was two busloads. I was went from Coatesville to Philadelphia to get the physical, mental test, and there was the physical exam, both of which I passed. But tucked in my pocket, I had a letter from my allergist and a list of these things that I'm allergic to at the time. Right. And I showed the list to... Uh, after having to do, go through the whole physical and take the test, the very last thing I did was give the letter to the head doctor in charge or something, and he right there on the spot said I was unsuited for military service. Just because of the list of... Yeah, yeah the, I mean, wool is what they wore, wool right? Wool and leather and, yeah. and dust and, and... Best thing ever happened to me was allergic to green vegetables. Now, come on. <laughs> is, that, is that every kid's dream? <laughs> That's got to be every kid's dream. So uh, they didn't want anything to do with that. Right. So the bus ride to Philadelphia was kind of a normal, normal bus ride. Everybody was kind of anxious, but it was a noisy bus ride. And there was two bus loads, probably, probably 60-some people on each bus. And on the way home, there was myself and one other guy that was not 1A, right. classified 1A on the way home. And this is 1966, in the middle of god-awful crap in Vietnam. So, it was a really, really quiet bus ride home. Really quiet. And by then, then there, three months later, the guys that I knew that were on the bus were all already in the Army, or whatever. Three months? Already in service, three months after, Yeah. Yeah. They called me out of college. I never got a 2S. Was a two S was a was a college deferment. Okay. And one A was, you know,
0: you're you're there.
1: Right. I mean, you're in there. You're not necessarily. It didn't necessarily everybody end up in Vietnam, but that's where everybody was going at the time. That's where. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't have run to Canada.
0: Right. Well, that's more than I can say.
1: (laughs) I did (laughs) I did not want to be in Vietnam. I did not want to be in Vietnam. So I had a tough, I had a tough childhood with, with a tough childhood. Listen to me, poor me. I had an interesting childhood with all the stuff that I was allergic to. Feathers, I couldn't have a feather pillow. There's another thing you get, you know, the mattress had to have a cover on it because the mattress ticking, I was allergic to that. Oh my God. I mean, they went through the house and they picked this, probably picked a lot of this stuff out of the sweeper bag too. Right the vacuum cleaner bag I thought that was a nice touch that was a' get <laughs> a serum of <laughs> of uh, of uh, a serum made out of the dirt in my mother's sweeper bag <laughs> had parakeet feathers in everything probably I don't know but whatever a few years after that we did buy a game farm and raised pheasants right so we have feathers <laughs> uh, feathers everywhere yeah but I just uh you no know, I just had enough of this I had enough of the shots I just I just couldn't deal with it anymore. I just said, this is ridiculous. It doesn't cost me any money because I was shot for a dollar, but I just had enough of that.
0: And you never had a major reaction to anything, mm. like, life-threatening? or No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Well,
1: well, that's good. Well, I had a reaction to, well, I had a reaction to rabies vaccine, <laughs> which, which was interesting. That was yeah. that might be a whole other story, but... but uh, that wasn't the allergies, but that was, uh, I had a reaction, it was jumped by a fox out in the woods. At the time, there was, a, there was a fox around this area that was chasing down, chasing people back into their cars. Oh, my God. Chasing cattle across a, a field, running <laughs> around in broad daylight, chased a cop around his car. Oh my God! I tasted around it, or actually around the car. I have these. I have these articles. I, I do have these articles put away. This is uh, this is 1955
0: now. This is like a legendary. It's like you got attacked by some sort of mythical creature. we fox.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a we fox. That's what it was. <laughs> we were out. We were out on New Year's Day. We were out in, out in the woods. I had gotten a bow and arrow for Christmas, and so we were out. My uncle, and my father, and I. We're Out in the woods, you want to go through into this? I can do this some other time. No, do you this have is, other, no, do you, this is great. Did you have something else you wanted to talk no, about? No, are you kidding me? Oh, I see the audience going, uh, uh, just dozing I, off here. Of
0: the own. only thing that our two listeners want to hear is you speak. Oh, okay, but no, this is fine. Right. I had okay. nothing planned. I was okay. Well, I, here you go, guys. <laughs> are you kidding me? No, tell me about being jumped by a rapid
1: fox. Well, we were out,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had our
1: little dog with us, we had our little beagle mix. His name was Trigger. Trigger was, Trigger was uh, six months older than I was, because he got him in 1947, and I was born in 1948. So Trigger was around the house more than I was. That's why dog hair, the dog didn't get eliminated, because the dog right. was there before I was. You know, I would have figured he'd be allergic to me. <laughs> Anyhow, we were out in the woods, and the, you know, my father and my uncle chased up a fox out of, out of the brush somewhere. We we're just walking around the woods. My father's got his pistol. My uncle has a bow and arrow and I have this bow and arrow that I got for, for Christmas. And we were out just walking in the woods, um, white horse woods, actually. White horse woods is probably a, probably million dollar homes on it now. But, uh, <laughs> All right. You know, But, uh, one of them jumped up, a, jumped a Fox out of the brush and it took off running. We were sort of spread out. My uncle took a shot at it with his bow and arrow, and it turned around and came back toward me. My father had a single-action Colt revolver, and he had, he had just checked to see if it was where the cartridges were on a six-shot. You know, it's the old cowboy gun, click, 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 you know. Right. And he had just spun the cylinder past... One of the last two shells in the gun. We had been shooting at whatever. You know, you could, right. at this time you could still shoot at stuff and not get arrested. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I bet you can't do that in Whitehorse Woods. I would doubt it. And the fox came right at me. And now remember, now this is this is I'm I'm like six years old. And he hit me dead center in the front, and I couldn't get off. I. This is my first bow and arrow, you know. I couldn't get off a shot. I couldn't get, I couldn't, you know, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Ran right up my, ran right up my front, (laughs) pushed me over backwards, and kept going. He ran right up in front of me. You can't see that on radio or whatever we are. On on pod, you can't see that on pod. (laughs) But he ran right up the front of me, knocked me over backwards, and was gone. A week later, some cop finally got out of the car with a shotgun instead of got out of the car with his, you know, thing in his hand. (laughs) Cop got out of the car with a shotgun, blew the fox's head off, blew the top of his head off, which is what you have to examine for rabies because this 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 is not common practice for a fox to chase an animal. 25 times its size. Right. Fox does not chase a cow around the field. (laughs) They just don't do that. No, that is out of the ordinary. They don't, like humans, they don't walk, they don't chase this poor woman, one poor woman back in her house. She walked out to her, she walked out to her clothesline and the fox chased her back into the house. You know, and we don't know it was the same fox. You know, you've seen one, you've seen them all, you know. Right. So, uh, they decided that I had to get... They found a little tiny hole in my pants. I mean, a little tiny hole. They cut the pants in half and held them up to a light until they found a hole in the pants. And they said that they had to... I had to take the course of oh. rabies vaccine. Which is not... That's not an easy thing. No, no. This was not This was not good at all. This was not good at all. So, I... Um, I took two weeks, I think, two weeks of shots. I had to go to the doctor every day and get a shot. One in one arm, you know. One day, and then you one other arm the next day. I went back and forth. I remember my arms; both my arms were sore. And uh, they couldn't take any chances. You, you don't come back from rabies. Right. right. Oh, nobody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody lives through rabies. The dog got hit. The dog dog had rabies shots, you know. Right. you don't think to you give your six-year-old kid rabies shots, you know, a rabies vaccine, you know, he had his rabies vaccine, and I did not, so they couldn't take any chances, gave me the vaccine, a couple days after the yeah. last shot of the, of the uh, not the vaccine, but the, whatever the hell, the, the, the cure, the,
0: yeah, yeah. whatever
1: it is, it's got to have a name, I'm not very medical. <laughs> it's some, some sort of
0: antidote. Some sort of, a, yeah, some
1: sort of <laughs> antidote, some sort of, some sort of thing. They had to catch it within two weeks or something. My mother found me laying unconscious in the bed. My eyes wide open, staring stared at the ceiling. Oh my God. And just there, I read mean, I was there, and that's all I was, was there, you know. My, my eyes, according to her, my eyes were wide open, and I was just laying on the bed. Can't really call it comatose, I guess, but
0: we catatonic.
1: Catatonic. There we go.
0: There we
1: go. So uh, to the hospital we go. Big bang. <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> so, so so what are the chances? Stayed in the hospital for a while. Don't remember. Don't remember that day. I just remember there was a there was a guy in the next bed, a young kid in the next bed, older than me. He was a, he was in a wheelchair. I couldn't get out of bed. For some reason, I I don't know whether it was something that affected your nerve. I guess it would be, if the rabies is in your nervous system. Rabies attacks your nervous system. Probably oh, yeah. the antidote does too. Right, you right. Know, probably attacks the nervous system. Well, I couldn't I couldn't get out of bed. He was a painy ass all while I was in there. The kid in the because he was in a wheelchair. He just had a broken leg or something, and he rolled around the hospital in his damn wheelchair until I just couldn't stand it anymore. But um... I spent some spent. I, I I don't know how much time. What's time? You know, when you're when you're a six year old kid, you don't want to be. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I missed thirty days. I missed thirty days of school in the first grade. So, <laughs> so, I was I was out for a while. But that was the only other. That's the only other time I've ever been hospitalized. Actually, that's that's the only time I've ever had anything. And I can think of. Well, I mean, I did stupid stuff with a piece of steak there for one time, but that, that didn't keep me in the hospital. But between the rabies and the rabies shots, they damn near killed me, you know. So I made it, I lucked out there, I think. I, I really think I did. So look back at it now, I'm thinking, Jesus, you know, what could have happened, you know, what what could have yeah. happened there? You know, they say that even the saliva from a rabbit animal should get into an, to get into a scratch or an open cut or something like that, right? Or your eye, or your eye, or your mouth. Obviously, not the same as being bitten by a rabid animal. But they couldn't take any chances, you know. I mean, there's scratches on my legs. I'm six years oh, old. Yeah, of course, yeah. there's scratches on my legs. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hell, I, Chris, know, there's know? holes in your. I was head. a kid. You know, I was a kid. We were out in the woods. Hell, I probably fell down four or five other times besides when the one with the fox ran off me, but. Uh, I may have dodged one on that one. I don't I know. I think you did. I may have dodged. I may have dodged a big bullet on that one. For, for uh, maybe that's why I'm not sick anymore. You know. Maybe that's why I don't get sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know now because I, I don't want to be in a hospital. Nah, after uh, after missing all this school in first grade, probably should have done first grade again. Maybe that would have helped. Maybe uh, <laughs> my problem. Maybe I missed too much of coloring and uh, <laughs> ABGs. I don't know my ABGs. <laughs> swung my feet over the side of the bed, swung my feet. My mother helped my legs off the bed and stood up and went right to the floor. Oh god. I went right to the floor. My my muscles had atrophied so much from a month in bed that I just I couldn't even I couldn't stand up. Right? I couldn't yeah, walk, yeah. I couldn't stand up. So that's why I lay around a lot today, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why I, that's
1: why I sit on my ass a lot no never any never any side effects from any of it that I
0: could
1: I think I'll be all right by the time I'm 70 so it was a it was a you got me you got me going now I'll have to look up I'll have to look up those articles because there was My mother and father were cutting articles out of the paper every time a fox showed up in the White Horse Woods and chased somebody around that it shouldn't have that it shouldn't have chased. They got a they got an article of it, but the um, two of the people that chased were cops that were out looking for it or game wardens or whatever. And the second one got him, but uh, second one got right, but destroyed the head so it couldn't be tested for rabies. (laughs) But if you're attacked in broad daylight, a six foot man's attacked in broad daylight by a fifteen pound fox, something's not right with the fox. Something <laughs> is not right with. They don't like humans. They don't hang out.
0: So, they did yeah. the right thing. Yeah, I would love to see those articles if you find. Yeah, them, I will. I'm gonna, i will. My mother saved all that crap. Yeah, I will. I will scan one and put it up on Facebook. Mm. But, now it's time for Dad Fears My Trivia! God,
1: Dad Fears Your Fox.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I might have to change the title of this. <laughs> I don't think you're afraid of anything. Yeah. <laughs> triumphant Return. A tree. triumphant return, okay. I say that a you lot, it. but it always feels like a triumphant return. You got return. a two-sided die? We do odds or evens. Odds or evens, okay. We no, go. I'll just, um, the next person to mention the podcast, I'll just give them a present. That'll, that'll encourage more discussion and conversation about it. There we go, okay. All right, question number one. Question number one. Here we go. What's the smallest type of tree in the world? Banzai? Correct. Correct. Excellent. Banzai? That's right. Number two. Okay. What sport is featured prominently in the movie The Big Lebowski? Big Lebowski.
1: (sighs) Uh, Geez, I should have quit while I was ahead. Soccer. (laughs) No. No. okay. Sorry, it is bowling. Bowling. Yes. You see, I'm not a... Never saw The Big Lebowski. Really? No, never saw it.
0: Oh, well, I don't know how you feel about the Coen Brothers movies, but... um, Is that a Coen Brothers movie? It is a Coen Brothers movie. I love love it. I love that movie. Jeff Bridges, and it is still, to this day, my favorite role that John Goodman has ever done and Steve Buscemi's in it. That's right, he wasn't. Yeah. Oh no, that's a good one. I'll have to bring that to you. Okay. It's actually one of the most quotable movies I think I've ever seen. I think it. you I think you I think you got me off track
1: there when you said sport. <laughs> Probably. Was it Probably. a trick question? It was a trick
0: question. A sport. Okay. I'll make a note of that. Question number 3. Number, number 3. What Spanish artist said he would eat his wife when she died? that was married to J-Lo, Jennifer
1: Lopez. <laughs> what was it? <this? laughs> no, Spanish artist. Um, I don't know. Salvador Dali. Dali, okay, okay.
0: Question number four. What do the songs Drive My Car, Taxman, Back in the USSR, and Come Together have in common?
1: Is it too obvious to say they're Beatles songs? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's, yes, okay, that's sorry. that's too obvious, okay. That's I should have specified.
0: Okay. Taxman. What are, what are they again? Drive my car, yeah. Taxman, back in the USSR, and come together. I don't know. I, I don't know. They're all written by Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are all track ones. They're all the first track on an album. Oh. <laughs> okay. Please. Number five, what is the relative minor of C major?
1: D minor. No. No. A minor. A minor. That's right. That's right. A minor. A minor. You're
0: right. Clear. Right. I did like that you started to air guitar yeah, well, scales just, to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. All right. Number six, this one you'll get piece of cake. What 90s television show featured the characters Brandon and Brenda Walsh, Dylan McKay, Steve Sanders, and Donna Martin?
1: 90s TV series. Give me the names again.
0: The character names. character's names. Brandon and Brenda Walsh, Dylan McKay, Steve Sanders, and Donna Martin. I, I... don't know. I don't know. That was Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, my God. How did I not... What? <laughs> Captain Carl? Oh, oh, no, never mind. Did you see P- Pee-wee Herman has a new movie coming out? Yes, I did. Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Oh, is, is it? coming straight to Netflix. It oh, is God. a Netflix original. Anyway.
1: He's also started a TV series on, on some oddball channel, some some Esquire or, or some... There's a show coming on that he's a he's a panelist in it or something, he, but he's, he's he's on the show. I cannot... I need to find it then. Pee-wee's what? Pee-wee's uh, Holiday? pee
0: Big Holiday. Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Yeah. Okay. They just released the first trailer for it. Oh, really? Yep, and oh, it's I coming gotta, to Netflix in March. I gotta see that. Then. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number seven. Oh, God. This is terrible. This what song features the lyrics, Let the music take control, let the rhythm move you?
1: All night long, <laughs> Dance on the ceiling. No, no, it's no, it's a, it's a Lionel Richie song. No,
0: no. All night long. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Well, no, no. No, that is from "Gonna Make You Sweat" by C&C Music Factory. Let the music take control. Let the rhythm move you. Sweat, sweat. Okay. Late. I thought for sure you'd get that one. I'll play it.
1: I'll play that cd for you later okay if it's right we'll get a point it's probably it's probably uh they probably pirated from uh, from lionel richie yes that's it that's it go ahead all right eight god get me
0: out of this number eight from which u.s city can you actually take a tunnel south into canada Probably Buffalo or something like that. Buffalo? No. no. Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Into Windsor, Ontario. Huh. How about that? The only, the only U.S. Okay. city. I'm a... a little rusty. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Number nine. What are the five colors of the Olympic rings? Red, white, blue. Green, yellow. Close. Red, wait a minute. Red, white, blue. I'll tell you which one is wrong. White, probably. White is wrong, correct. Red, Red, yellow, yellow, green, blue. Black? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I I got into red. Red, yellow, green, blue, black. okay. okay. Very good. And number ten. Thank God. In the early 1990s, punk rock and grunge... Oh, Jesus. Gave rise to an underground feminist hardcore genre dubbed Riot Girl acts. Of the following four band names, which is not a real Riot Girl band? Bikini Kill, Die Cheerleader, Seven Year Bitch, and Sex Act. Seven Year Bitch. No! Good guess, but no, the real answer is Sex Act is not a Riot Girl band. Oh, okay. It is actually the first band that Jonathan Davis from Corn was in, but not a Riot Girl band. Oh, okay. Riot Girl. Riot Girl. That's a new term for me there. That's yeah. a new term. I actually saw Die Cheerleader at um, the Theater of Living Arts. We went to see Filter. When they first came out. The Theater out. of Living Art. Yeah. You know,
1: that's, that's irony. That's irony. <laughs> Die Cheerleader at the Theater of <laughs> Living Art.
0: But yeah, we went to see Filter, which was, um, the lead singer of Filter was one of the guys from Nine Inch Nails' live band, and then Filter was sort of his own brainchild band, but anyway, they did a lot of really great songs in the 90s, and so we went to the TLA to see them, and Die Cheerleader was the band that opened for them, and it was awesome. It was, I mean, it was just punk rock, three chords, you know, three power chords and lots of screaming, but it was, you know, four women on stage and being very angry and especially when they were getting when they were getting harassed by the audience some really great reactions. I've never seen I've never seen so much spitting on people. Oh, really? From the ladies on the stage. On stage. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> them spitting on the guys who were harassing them in the audience. And you find it strange that I never knew that? Yeah. I never knew no. that. I never I, You I, quite that strange. Didn't expect you to get Beverly Hills 90210 uh, okay. either. Okay. No. Okay, okay. But you still I still think you did a good job. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's been I mean, it's been a it's been a pretty rough year for music so far. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Everybody, I mean. Yeah, I mean it's Glenn Fry, I mean. Yep, Glenn on. Fry. First, it was Lemmy. Yeah. David Bowie. Yeah. Um, somebody, somebody posted a picture that was like, "There's, there's a great super group in heaven right now." <laughs> it's David Bowie and Glenn Fry and yeah. Lemmy. Well, they did that
1: before. Say they. Yeah. There was a song, "Rock and Roll Heaven." I'm sure you. I'm sure you heard the song no, "Rock and Roll Heaven." Oh, no. no, oh, it's all about. That's oh, it. that it, it. Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and oh right, you know, and all the ones that died at 27, 27 mm-hmm. years old. You know, at least these guys had a life. And that's true. David Bowie. I had no idea he was that sick. Yeah. Or Glenn Fry for that matter. But, yeah. But. Uh,
0: it was okay. like everybody and Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, well, yeah. I guess because the last thing I saw him in was the Harry Potter films, right. and he's got you know long black hair and yeah. stuff in the movies, and I didn't, I didn't even realize that he was sixty nine years old, mm. and he first the first thing I thought of was, like, uh, it's it's good that he got to finish, the Potter series. Oh. That means <laughs> <laughs> that's cold. That's <laughs> it's cold. The first thing I got to think of. Well, because he was. I mean, I I didn't read the books, so I was not, like, a huge Harry Potter fan going into seeing the movies. But the movies are, for the most part, really well done. And Alan Rickman, like, the weight that he brings to that character, and it's one of the more nuanced characters in the story, it's really an incredible character arc from the first movie to the eighth movie, which is actually the seventh book, the second half of the seventh book. And, uh... It's just one of those things that I mean no nobody could have done what he did with that. I mean it was like Hans Gruber. Like nobody yeah. right. Nobody can be a villain that right. you love that much. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: He, yeah, that was that was uh I see, um I see Springsteen did a he did a uh yeah, tribute to Bowie in his at a concert somewhere the other day. He pulled up a Bowie song and uh I'm surprised there wasn't more mention of, of uh, you know, Glenn Fry and the Eagles. I'm surprised that yeah you know, I haven't heard. He was a
0: driving force.
1: Oh, yeah. He was, yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't stand the Eagles. There's actually a great Big Lebowski reference about the Eagles. Tell about <laughs> I mean, the Eagles, too? Oh, okay. It's just one of those weird things yeah. that I don't think I ever really got into them. I'm not going to refuse that he wasn't yeah, <laughs> right. forced to be reckoned with yeah. in the music industry. I mean, I wasn't a huge David Bowie fan either. I yeah. was really, really impressed by yeah. what he did, but it's not really something the that... The coolest was, thing about David Bowie was you never knew who was
1: going to walk on the stage. You never right. knew what he was going to look like when he walked <laughs> on the stage. I mean, the, the hair, the pointed shoulder pads, and, right. and the whole, the whole uh, glam rock thing. You know, it was just... Uh,
0: well, and I'm really surprised how different... Each of his albums sound Mm -hmm. from one to the next. Mm -hmm. I mean, just flipping through songs from this album and then Mm -hmm. chronologically this next album. It's like you also never knew what he was gonna come out with. No,
1: no, you didn't. Which is
0: not uh, not common anymore either.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and still the biggest the biggest shock was, and it was I don't know when it was. I don't even know when it was now. Um, He was on a Christmas special with Bing Crosby. And I was watching it and they did Peace on Earth. That stunned everybody because to hear David Bowie do a, do a duet. And then they did it, actually did it on stage because I saw the show. They did it on stage, Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Wow! And the, the, one, of the, one of the, now that's what I call Christmas albums, mm-hmm. one of them has it on there. And I have a couple of forty fives. I I went out and got the forty fives just to say that I had them. You know. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to. That's one one I wasn't going to miss, because that was just. I mean, people's mouths dropped open. You know, <laughs> they never heard David Bowie sing anything so quietly as, as uh, Peace on Earth, and you know it was it was it was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. It was pretty cool. Two I have to see if on, it's two of routine. them sitting on a piano bench, singing that song together. And Bowie looked like a human being there, you know. as he did in his later years. As I haven't seen. Um, nobody mentioned the movie labyrinth. Right. The movie labyrinth. He was amazing in that. I thought. Yeah. I mean, he was. He. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't a kids' movie by any means. No, it was it's not a kids'
0: movie. It's still one of my favorite movies, and there's actually I had a lot of friends, had a lot of friends, um, posting pictures of David Bowie as the Goblin King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, there was a lot of, and there was a lot of outpouring of people who were, like, really crushed, mm-hmm. really crushed by it. And I had, like, it's funny, I mean, I don't feel disconnected from the artists that make the music, but, I mean, even even when Kurt Cobain died, like, I was shocked, but I didn't, I don't remember feeling anything I don't know, personal yeah. or, or emotional about it. Yeah. I mean there were people in school that cried. Oh yeah. Like for days. And I mean, yeah. he you know I don't know, did any I can I imagine John Lennon John was a Lennon, pretty big. John Lennon was John Lennon was the big
1: one. I mean that was the that was the one. Of course that was kind of different circumstances too. He, sure. He didn't die at seventy years old or eighty two or whatever Bing Crosby was when he died, but right. but uh you know, I mean that was that was something else again, but that was that just that just broke some people. That really did. Yeah. You know. that, that was that was a big one. I mean you expected you expected Jimi Hendrix to die of something. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Hendrix you know, he was gonna die of something. Right. And it wasn't he wasn't gonna be an old fart when he died. You know. Maybe that's maybe that was his plan, you know. Man? And and Janice Joplin the same way. Janice Doplin was never gonna be. Can you see her as seventy years old? I mean, come on. No. Seventy year old Janice Joplin. No. no,
0: it would be sad. That's where the whole better better to burn out than to fade away yeah, came yeah. from. Well, they they, they burn him out. They burn him out there for a while. And I feel like there's a lot of drug related deaths in the music industry oh, well, that don't really surprise people. I yeah, mean, you know, there's there's certainly been more than the fair share of people from Seattle and the grunge movement oh, yeah. that died of either heroin overdoses or.
1: Yeah, the forgotten Rolling Stone, Brian Jones. Who? Brian Jones was also <laughs> 27. Oh. He was also 27. They drug overdosed and, and walked into a swimming pool. Oh, God. So. Well, on that note, <laughs> <It's> just, um, <laughs> on that note, yeah, that was, that was, what a great way to end a podcast. That's good. <laughs> yeah, a, the, the upper. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's think of something happy. Um, I could, I mean, um, I can talk about. Return of Pee Wee Herman. I love that. I, <laughs> that'll be good.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, my, I, I had a picture of him on the back of my <clears> art for a sketchbook. Senior year in high school, did did a he? huge picture of Pee Wee Herman on the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love that original stand up that he did with Phil Hartman. Oh yeah. And I, I whoever Miss Yvonne was, I'm. I feel so bad that I can never remember her name, but I don't think she was ever in anything else. Yeah. No. But she was just perfect. She was so perfect. Yeah, the whole the whole thing went together as, as a.
1: Uh, I had to admit, I even watched the, the Pee Wee Playhouse the kids show the a couple times show? just to see what just to see if I could if I could relate anything from that to to the, the original stand up you're talking about oh yeah the one
0: in Lawrence Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis for nine episodes oh oh in the television in show the, in the TV oh, show in Pee Wee's Playhouse sorry not in the <clears throat> no cause it was... not in the stand up show no the stand up show was a kid with
1: the shoe mirrors
0: <laughs> the shoe mirrors hammy hammy yeah <laughs> Hamilton. 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 Yeah, no, I don't know who Hamilton is. I don't know where he went. But yeah, I remember Lawrence Fishburne on the TV show. Jombie, whoever the guy was that played Jombie, nailed it. Uh, well, I hope it's good. Yeah, I too. hope Pee-wee's big holiday is good. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dad. Oh, you're welcome. It was you're great welcome. to sit down and chat again. I'll try and get
1: my brain together for the next uh, next, uh next to uh, <laughs> my god I'm a I'm a, I'm a mute <laughs> I feel like i I've been sitting on my ass too long today that's what it was <laughs> it's what I like to do too remember <laughs> it <laughs> is <Today. laughs> trivia trivia sorry I got to I'm, I'm gonna get that song up for you yes I'm
0: please gonna, do that was that was that was ripped from Lionel Richie so okay I trust you I've already given you the point back No we're good alright yeah. So and uh, I'll i make it a little easier next time. No,
1: nah, well,
0: eh,
1: I don't know. I don't right. know much about grunge rock and uh, what was it? What was it? Riot girl bands. Riot girl bands. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna have to enlarge my. Uh, I'll record, play some for you. Record collection. Oh, please do.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Well.
0: Right. Yeah. Let's get something to eat. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> Maybe
1: hey <laughs> If you believe in forever, then life is just a one-night
0: stand. If there's a this is all about rabbit foxes oh yeah and me staying the hell out of vietnam yes <laughs> <laughs> which i'm glad you did i'm glad i did too i'm glad yeah, you did yeah. too and i'm glad the rabies shots didn't kill you oh my god